At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Time action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two, primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino, tip of the strip. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, how you doing? You good? Your bet's going all right so far tonight? Kelly, let's update the scores. What we got? Yeah, I'll start over in the NBA. Jalen Brown right now out of this uh, Celtics game. <laughs> against the Hawks. He went down a, it looked like a non-contact injury, which is a little scary, except he did walk without much help to the locker room, but he has not returned to the game yet, so something to keep an eye on possibly for some live betting situations. Uh, Scoring that game right now, it is 12-11 Celtics, 445 remaining in the first quarter. Celtics still a a 6.5 point live favorite, 213.5 the live total. The Wizards are up on the Pistons, 54-52, three minutes left in the first half. Wizards, 4.5 point live favorites, 228.5 the live total. Raptors up on the Nets, 30-21, to 2.5 minutes left in the first. Raptors 10.5 live and 225.5 the live total. Over on the ice, four games in action. Blue Jackets lead the Devils 2-1 to in the first intermission. Blue Jackets minus 265. Live Devils plus 190, 7.5 your live total. Lightning and Senators all tied up at two apiece in the first intermission. Lightning minus 425, Senators plus 290, 8.5 the total. Oilers with a 1 nothing lead over the Flyers in the first intermission. Oilers minus 390, Live Flyers plus 270, 5.5. Your total. Hurricanes and Red Wings about 13 minutes into the first period. Scoreless in that game. If you wanted to hop in live, Hurricanes minus 245 live. Uh, Red Wings plus 180. Total set at 5. Juiced slightly to the over. Over in college basketball, Providence and Villanova all tied up at 51. Ten and a half minutes left in this game. If you wanted to hop in live, Villanova laying four and a half and 143 and a half. Tennessee with a four point lead over Georgia. Make that six now. 66 to 60. Four minutes left in the second half. Uh, Tennessee seven and a half point live favorites. 146 and a half the live total. Nebraska up on Ohio State. 43 to 39 at the half. Jeez. Ohio State, a five and a half point live favorite still. 162 and a half is the live total. Ohio State got smacked by Maryland the other day. Yeah. Too. Um, Oklahoma up on West Virginia, 28 to 26. One minute into the second half. Oklahoma, five and a half point live favorites. 119 and a half is the live total. Trying to see if I'm missing anything. Kentucky and Ole Miss at the half. Kentucky up 44 to 35. 
uh, in that game. Live numbers. Looks like Kentucky is. That just came off the board. Back up 16.5 and, and 153.5. And, and then uh, Duke and Pittsburgh just getting underway. Duke up 6-3 to three a minute and a half into the game. It appears that Jalen Brown has rolled his ankle. Is that what we're calling it right here? We don't know uh, medically any uh, official diagnosis, but that if you go to the Twitter machine, that's what it sounds like. That's what they're going with? They're going with rolling the ankle. And, and most people seem to think it was pretty severe, though then, of course, you see some people saying it's not so severe. So I don't know. I didn't see it. I, I saw, not my ankle, Gil. Not my ankle. I'm I not saw, making any decisions on no. that. I saw one quick replay, and it, it was hard to tell. It was one of those that looked like it could have been really bad or it looked like it could be almost not, nothing because, you know, these NBA players, we see roll their ankles all the time, and you're like, oh, my gosh, like that, I would be dead. I wouldn't be able to walk for <laughs> two years, and they come back like five minutes later and are fine. So I, I don't really know, but he hasn't returned to the game yet. Um, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but I do want to get this out now because, uh, you know, look, things move. Uh, I did put in a bet on Iki Ikuanu, um on uh, for Num- the num- for number, number one, one pick. Number one overall pick last night. Um, and there seems to be a little bit more smoke today. That That is at least a potential possibility there for the Jags. So again, um, bummer. I didn't even say this at the beginning of the show because this moved since the beginning of the show. Um, you got six to one. Yeah. Nice. It was seven yesterday. If you remember, mm-hmm. um, it is down to four fifty at DraftKings, but it is four fifty at DraftKings. So, um, I gotta have Felique on tomorrow morning. Cause I gotta, I gotta, I'm with you on that. Is it, it, it seems to be a battle of offensive linemen. Now. And so from everything I read last night, you know, I said it yesterday on the show and then I went home and did a little bit more research. Cause I'm like, I don't want to let this slip away, especially if anything comes out of the combine or something like that. And, and everything I read, basically everyone has these guys graded almost exactly the same. So if one guy's minus 115 and I was getting six to one on another guy and it could be a coin flip, I'll just have the six to one ticket in my account. Talking about Evan Neal being the yeah. other guy. Yeah. So I, I did go ahead and put that in there. Again, it's it's down to 450 at DraftKings. That's still, again, I mean, you know, you're still getting four and a half to one on a guy that apparently is is really, really rapidly rising right now. So just something to something to consider. Charles, if you want to go ahead and Charles Cross not considered of the same level. Not apparently not from these two, not not from yeah. these two guys. I guess these two guys have pretty much separated themselves uh, pretty much uh, pretty well from the rest of kind of that group or whatever. I will say also just some of the stuff we were speculating on yesterday as well. Just the 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 whole quarterback situation. It does seem to be and all the points being made that we were making yesterday is that there are going to be there are going to be a team or two that that do a little bit of reaching. On, on one of these guys because it's the same thing we said yesterday. It's so incredibly hard to get a franchise quarterback, get someone in there on a rookie on a rookie deal, and then also just the basically what we were saying at the top of the show too is just the dearth of talent there is elsewhere. Like be it through the trade market, be it through free agency, be it through whatever. Right, but just to clarify, while teams will inevitably go quarterback crazy and justifiably so, you don't believe any of these quarterbacks is number one pick worthy. I, no, I, so, so no one's going to mess with that prop. In other words, the yeah. So the 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 word again, just you know, you have to just kind of start to read the tea leaves here and who you trust and who you don't. But the word is is that the Jags are pretty set in on trying to protect Trevor Lawrence as they should, as they should, and neither one, none of these guys that we're going to put up on the screen right here, Pickett, Willis, right. Hal, any of them, 
aren't worth what they would want for that number one pick. Yeah, no one's yeah. no one's sell, sending the the haul. Yeah. to draft a Malik Willis yeah. number one. Yeah, for instance, for a guy that said yeah. they say might need you know right might need twenty starts before he before he really comes into his or, own or any of these guys right mm-hmm. Kenny Pickett who obviously was great last year but. We didn't see much of that the previous years, yeah. so jury's still out in that regard. Sam Howell was a Heisman Trophy sexy pick for everybody. That didn't pan out. Corral is fun to watch, but when you're watching him, were you necessarily like, oh, NFL player? No, I, I mean, you know, look, as a Saints fan, I've seen a few mocks where he falls to them. I like him. And I think that that yeah. would be, you know, for them. Yeah. But, uh, he's not that, but he's not a top of the draft kind no, of guy. No, but, yeah. but, but for them especially, right, I mean, it's a, it's a guy that fits a little bit more the – the mold of the modern day quarterback where you had a statue in Drew Brees for, and don't get me wrong, Drew Brees is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but you had a very, very, you had a very, very pocket passer completely have to run the offense around Drew Brees being, you know, in the pocket and throwing out of the pocket type of stuff. And, you know, getting a different guy in there to kind of mix things up and being able to run a little bit more modern offense and stuff like that, I think would be good for, for that team down there. Yeah. I, it's an interesting play. Yes, Kelly. I was just saying, speaking of bets made, I did actually, I do have one NBA bet tonight. We didn't hit at the top no. of the show. It is in the late game, though. Oh, you're I trying did. to hide it? Pardon huh? me. No, I'm not huh? trying to hide it, buddy. Uh-huh. I just knew we had three hours to talk uh-huh. about it, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I laid four and a half with the Mavericks tonight going up against the Lakers. Um, you know, this Lakers team is a complete dumpster fire right now. This uh, Dallas over the past, going back to January 1st, going back to February 1st, they're over 11 points better than in net rating than the Lakers. I didn't really dive too deep into this handicap. This, this is a team I'm looking Looking to fade right now in the Lakers. The only the only thing I did consider on that is I might play a LeBron over points prop. Just the, I, I mean, he's basically their entire offense right now. And if he if they're going to do anything this season, he's got to put this team on his back and go full you know full uh, full beast mode as far as scoring goes. I don't know how you can he can trust anybody else on that team right now. So I did lay four and a half with the Mavs. Um, like that bet tonight and might. Might play LeBron over on his points. We got Preston coming up later. Preston Johnson, who is a lifelong Lakers fan, I'm sure he'll up. He'll be thrilled to talk about that team. Lakers heading into tonight, two and a half games clear of being out of the play-in game scenario. <laughs> That's it, two and a half, and uh, they're dogs tonight, so that could shrink. By the way, they just showed Jalen Brown going off the court there. I don't know if it's serious or not. No idea. But uh, all right, so you're on the Mavs then. Luca sure looks good after uh, getting. Uh oh, now, now Trey Young is down. down, and he's holding his ankle. Yeah, Trey Young, just as we're saying, that falls to the ground, and that doesn't. And he looks like he's in a lot of pain. I didn't see what happened, but he is clutching his left ankle, and he is grimacing, and that does not. Ooh, he looks like he's in a lot of pain. Is that the classic coming back down on someone else's ankle? That thing? is yes, correct. Is. Marcus yeah. Smart landed right underneath Trey Young. And Trey Young landed on Marcus Smart's foot, and his left ankle got tweaked. Which absolutely should be a foul, and I'm not sure I saw the ref call it. Now, yeah, that's now, what they're looking at. They're right reviewing now. it, and they will call it. But that doesn't help the Hawks right now. And Trey Young, now without the grimace, they're dealing with the ankle, though, on the court. Hawks lead at 21-19, 31 and a half seconds left in the first quarter. Yeah, it was a step back three, and Marcus Smart just, oh, yeah. <sighs> Ouch. Ugh. It's another one though, like, like Jalen Brown. It's it's like these guys. Like I would be, I couldn't walk for three months after that, and I have no idea what to make of whether he's going to be back in the game or out for three months. And and it is hard not to be royally pissed mm-hmm. at the guy who does that to you. Yeah, because there is nothing you can do, and it is a flagrant called on Marcus Smart. 
But again, that's a uh, if, if you know, they're gonna they're gonna help uh, Trey Young up. Marcus Smart apologizing. Trey Young accepting said apology. Dapped it up. Give him a hug. Trey Young is gonna limp to the foul line. So he's gonna try to stay in this game. No, looks like it. Oh no. Well, maybe not. We'll see. Yeah, he's gonna try. Uh, to it stay might in. be a shoot the free throw situation and then and then exit. The Kobe, I just ruptured my Achilles. Watch this before I walk off the court, kind <laughs> of thing. Wait thirty one seconds to get to the end of the quarter and not have to burn a timeout. Yeah, Trey's gonna shoot the free throws. He's got nine already. Four for seven shooting. Hawks up two. We'll try to make it three from the line. We will come back. Combine is upon us. Got a prop. For the 40-yard dash, 4.29 seconds. Over or under? We'll break it down next. Beeson's primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The KFC chicken sandwich is served hot and straight from the fryer. That's why it's finger licking good. Look at that. Order the KFC chicken sandwich today. They get it on the uh, chicken sandwich wars. There's no, there's no website for it. <laughs> well, that was the whole read. That's all uh, I got. www.kfc.com. Order now on the app. It says on the thing. Yeah. Well, I bet you if you go to their website, you can find details for the app. You guys use the, uh, you guys use, you, you, you use the apps. Like I don't, I don't use the app to for the orders and stuff and whatever. You, you put in the order at Starbucks, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah well, well, yes, Matt, but there's a big reason why. It's because, I, I mean, A, I live three minutes up the road, so I'll just put in my order as soon as I'm getting in the car, and then I just walk in here and pick up my coffee and go. Uh, but then I spent, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars probably before someone downstairs was like, oh, you should get the app because you get rewards points. And I'm like, well, what do rewards points do? And literally it's like for every five coffees I have, it's like a free one. Uh, I'm like, oh, so I've been missing out on, like, free coffee after free coffee after gotcha. free coffee. Gotcha. So, so Trey Young did shoot free throws, and then he did go to the locker room. Did we, as the mercenary betters that we are, did yeah. everybody make bets on the Celtics? Is yeah, that what I just did. happened? I did. What'd you get? I laid minus 120 on the money line. I got Celtics plus 103 on the money line. Brown is also out. He's been ruled out. Well, that information would have been helpful, Matt. Thank you. That just came through right this second. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Dueling stars. Part of my handicap was I thought, was thought Trey's looked worse <laughs> than this. So there you go. 
Did, right, you, well, did you for, make a bet? For everybody out not, there, maybe no. look to see what Trey's status is before you fire a bet. Yeah. So two stars out of that game. And that, uh, obviously, that whole prop watch segment we did earlier, completely thrown by the yeah, just, yeah, just Yeah, just throw that yeah. out. Everything we said. Everything we yeah, said. Yeah, the over on Tatum will probably be looking better, <laughs> looking better tonight now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, no, it affects everything, obviously, uh, dramatically. But with those two guys out, completely different, uh, uh, completely different calculus on everything. The combine is here. Yes, you can bet on it. Points bets got the time of the fastest forty-yard dash in the combine, set at four point two nine seconds with the over, meaning. Uh, well, let me define that. Let me let me, let me not use over and under. Mm-hmm. Faster than four point two nine seconds. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. Faster than four point two nine seconds is the favorite at minus one thirty. I find that a little surprising. Slower than four point two nine seconds is even. So the favorite is for someone to crack four point two nine seconds. Would you like to go back and combine history a little bit? Everybody jump in. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I was going to say, my God. I can tell you guys were very excited about combine history. Um, the fastest 40 ever recorded at the combine. Any guesses? Any Anybody remember who it was? John Ross. John Ross, 4.22. Yeah. Give that man a uh, blue ribbon. Uh, 4.22. How about a seven five-hour energies? Or a whole box? <laughs> you got a whole box. Um but 4.29, so the average fastest time through the years is about 4.31, something like that. Last year, Henry Ruggs, 4.27. The year before, Zedrick Woods, 4.29. Dante Jackson, 4.32. Then Ross, 4.22. You get the idea. It hovers right around the 4.29. As far as candidates this year, your guy Derek Stingley Jr., Matt, from LSU, who will not be? Oh, he's not at the. He's combine. not going to run. Yeah, he's not going to run. He would have been a big candidate. Yeah, I think the only guy they're really thinking that might be able to do it is this Calvin, Calvin Austin guy. Austin, that's the guy from um, Memphis. So oh, last year there were three sub four three forties, but they were all at pro days. None were at the combine itself. So you tend to get better times at pro days yeah. because they're a little bit more friendly to you. You, you got know? a friendly and guy with a stopwatch. Yes, yeah. 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 So you, you try to find the wind behind you one day. Yeah. yeah. So there, there were none that hit the four two nine mark last year um, with all of this. And there's really only one guy that I think that they think can do it this year. And it would be this, this Austin guy. So I think the, the bet to be made for sure is just the, Slower than four. Yeah, I, I was that intrigued to see that PointsBet had a combine prop up, which I thought was really cool. And then the more I started thinking about it, we were talking about it on the show yesterday with all these guys not participating. I'm like, man, I think there's probably some value on that. Uh, now you got me confused. Slower than, not, not over, slower than 4.29 seconds. Yeah, I, I would. That's what I said at the top. Slower than 4.29 seconds would be the bet for me at even money. But as far as Calvin Austin, the third wide receiver out of Memphis, uh, here's a quote from him. Take this for what it's worth. Of course, I want to run a super fast time in the 40, and I'm expecting something 4.3. But it's going to be getting out there and running my own race. When that time comes, it'll be a testament of my training. See, uh, I think that quote makes me feel even better. 4.3, like I well, feel like he'd be more confident in himself with that number if uh, you know he was really trying yeah. to promote himself, right? Isn't that the whole like like Matt when you talk about like guys that uh, it's like hey how to ask anybody in the UFC gym how the fighter looks like? Well, nobody ever says he looks bad, you know what I mean? Like you're not gonna roll into the combine being like I'm supposed to be the speedster and be like yeah I'm, gonna, I'm hoping to run a 4.35. Well, like, no, nah, you always overestimate on that. Two years ago, 
Ruggs ran a four two seven, and Ruggs is was widely known as one of the fastest guys like in the yeah. history of college football. There was some thought that Ruggs was going to challenge the John yeah. Ross record. Right. Yeah, he yeah. was that fast. So like, it's one of those where he ran a four two seven and was widely like one of the like top twenty fastest guys in the history of college football or whatever. So it's like, you know, take that for what it's worth. I think I I think it's a very good. The more very we talk good about this, I like it even more. I like the yeah. bet even more. Like the v- very good chance that the that the four two nine is uh, would be over slower than I should say. We won't, we don't say over. It's just slower it, than. What cracked me up, Matt, is points bet actually listed it this way, and I was like, "Well, I'm going to write it out that way because I know it'll well, be more, they be didn't more want people. Yeah, they, they didn't Isaiah. want people. Yeah, they, they didn't <laughs> want people like coming in going like, I thought I bet this or whatever. It's like, no, okay, faster than or slower than. Do you know that uh, Daryl Green, Hall of Famer, Washington football team? played his whole career in Washington, that allegedly in training camp in 1986, which would have been his, after his third season, he allegedly ran a 4.0940. It's just tremendous. Carl Lewis allegedly wouldn't race him in college because he was scared to lose to him. We don't have that guy in this combine. I had actually thought the fastest ever was Chris Johnson, but I guess he was... uh... He no. got beat out by John Ross afterward, I guess. Yeah, Chris Johnson ran a 4.24 in 2008. John Ross a 4.22 in 2017. And then just to, just like for reference as to how fast that 4.29 like is. So outside of Ruggs, who hit, who hit the 4.27, like Quez Watkins was the next, it was 4.35, and then Jerry Sneed was a 4.37. Denzel Mims was a 4.38. Darnell Mooney, 4.38. So again, it's kind of like there's that, Next little tier, right? Yeah, wait. like so it was they're super fast. It's like ridiculously fast, but it's just like there's a little bit of a gap, right? So how many? Guys, I believe you guys have this in front. So how many guys have ever gone under this? Um, I can tell you how over the years how many people who the fastest times. So Gaston Green, 1988. This started in 87, yeah. by the way. Gaston Green, 4.29. Deion Sanders in 1989, 4.27. Whew. You have to fast forward all the way to 1999 for the great Rondell Melendez. You remember that combine, don't oh, you? Oh, yes, totally. Yeah. Uh, he ran a 4.24. Then you would have to fast forward to 2005, Jerome Mathis, 4.26. Then Chris Johnson, 2008, 4.24. Jacoby Ford, of course, the Raiders drafted him, too. 2010, 4.28. Demarcus Van Dyke the next year, 4.28. Marquise Goodwin, 4.27. Dre Archer, 4.26. So really in the last... 15 years, there have been several. Before that, and this is just how these things work, we know this from the Olympics as well, I mean, you go back all the way to 1994 and 95, the the best 40 time was 4.41 and 4.42. So it's been about 10 times that people have broken this. So it has happened. But you, but it's like the super, as Matt was saying, it's like the super elite of the. So elite. it's the super elite, and we're talking about a combine where there's less people participating, yeah. and we're talking about we know of some of the faster guys that are not participating. Yep, you, you got to go. I, if this bet was available here, I think I'd sprinkle at least a few bucks on it. It's not a bet I would don't no. normally ever make, right. but this like I, just us talking this through. I don't know how this doesn't seem like a it's one a of those, worthwhile bet. Yeah, it's one of those where if you're getting even money on the slower. You bet it, and if you get beat, you just tip you the just, cap. Yeah, you right. just say, like, tip okay, you're one of the fastest guys ever to run at the <laughs> And now I'm going to bet you, like, top wide receiver quarter to get drafted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Champ Bailey, man. That's interesting. Oh, Champ was the man back in the day. 428. 
Oh, yes. Too soon. Too soon, guys. It was a terrible trade from Washington. <laughs> Champ Bailey for Clinton Portis. Yeah. Oh, I mean, he's only a 12-time Pro Bowler. He's yeah, all, only. A Hall of Famer, by the way. <laughs> they got Clinton Portis. Clinton Portis' first run with Washington was the peak of his career in Washington. Took it 51 yards to the house against Tampa Bay. Downhill from there. Champ Bailey. Celtics down nine. Let's go Celtics. Let's go Celtics. How about the uh, Brooklyn Nets on top of Toronto by four? In, a, in the T-dot. Might be a lot. In the six in Toronto. Late uh, second quarter. But uh, much basketball to be played. Scotty Bard's going coast to coast. Nobody can stop him. Let's, let's talk some college basketball. Let's bring in Wes Reynolds next. How about right. that? Wes Reynolds, the glue that holds the whole operation together. Maybe I'll talk some air supply with him as well. Oh, there you air go. Supply on the he's way so sick of me by now. Oh, yeah. Wes is? Oh, yeah. Why, why are you, why are you oh, sick he's, of you? You know, he's filling in for two weeks. Uh, oh, I see. Ah, he's not sick of you. Wes is next. Beeson's primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime live from the South Point, Gil, Matt, and Kelly. Glad you could hang with us tonight on a Tuesday, just 12 days away from Selection Sunday. We bring in the glue that holds the whole operation together, not only to talk college basketball with us, but also golf, of course. This is really what we do. It's just an excuse to talk golf. We bring in Wes Reynolds. How you doing, Wes? Good evening, guys. How are you? Doing very well. By the way, I was uh, telling the boys here, I was listening to some air supply on the way in, and I thought about you, because every time I hear air supply, for some reason, you come up in my mind, Wes, and I'm thinking, what was Wes's favorite air supply song? And it was? Well, even the nights are better to be on primetime action with you guys, Gil. Well done. Oh! At Wes Reynolds 1, the number one on Twitter, where you can follow him, always on top of things. All right, uh, some college basketball games tonight. Uh, obviously, some tournaments have started as well, but let's talk about... A Big Ten game first tips off at the top of the hour. Purdue and Wisconsin, a couple of top ten teams taking uh, on each other tonight. What do you got here? Yeah, and the surprise a little bit, Gil, has been that back that uh, Wisconsin right now is number one in the Big Ten standings. Uh, you know, there was kind of a mutiny in that program, it seemed like, last year. A lot of these seniors that could have came back elected not to, except for Brad Davison. But when you have Johnny Davis, who's an A. Smith Player of the Year candidate, you can get by with that. So all of a sudden, the Wisconsin Badgers right now, Game lead on Purdue. They did beat Purdue and Mackey earlier this season. Purdue and Illinois right now, 13-5, and five, tied for second. But I do like the Boilers on the road tonight. I like Moneyline at minus 150. They gave up 37 at Mackey to Johnny Davis. They tried to run every different defender against him, and it really didn't work. But when you look at Wisconsin, they don't really have an answer in the post against Zach Eady or Travion Williams. Zach Eady had 24. Wisconsin, not really that physical down there. So I think Purdue can get buckets right at the rim. And if you look at Wisconsin, I think they've been a little bit of an overperformer when you look at, like, the shot quality data. And, and whatnot. So they've outperformed what their record should be by like five games. Now, this is a very good team that plays very solid defense, but I think Purdue is going to be able to get what they want at the rim. They got to turn Jade and Ivy a little bit loose. They're off a disappointing outing in East Lansing against Michigan State, but I laid money line with Purdue at minus 150. Wes, we do uh, we do have a late night game as well. I know it's not on your card. Wanted to see what you thought of Arizona and USC. This will be everybody's uh, chase game tonight as it tips off 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, what did you see in this one? 
Yeah, Matt, I do like Arizona, but this might be something I wait to bet in play. There's four and a half, five right now. If you look at USC, they're like a they're a good solid team. I mean, your your record is what it's what it says it is, but I looked at them and I was like, how are they 23 and 4? I think I tweeted this out last Thursday because they get a lot of close shaves against teams that you would think that that a team ranked that high would beat comfortably, but they never do. I think Arizona now Maybe this could be a buy low spot, especially if you do it in game, because Arizona got beat by double digits by Colorado on Saturday. But that's an underrated, difficult road trip. I know those two teams aren't great this year, Utah and Colorado. But when you go to altitude and you got to play Utah Thursday night and then you had to play Colorado Saturday night, I think now that Arizona lost to Colorado, it's kind of like, well, maybe they weren't that good. But as we saw on Saturday, everybody that was good except for Duke lost on Saturday. I think the entire top seven in the AP poll ended up losing. So I like Arizona here, but I want to wait and see to get a better number in play. One more at the top of the hour, AAC game between Cincinnati and Houston. This is a big number here. Houston laying a whole bunch of points. Uh, 15 is it right now? 15 points yes. in favor of the Cougars. I'm curious uh, where you fall in this game. And, and even beyond that, what do you make of the conundrum that is the Houston Cougars in terms of a potential national title? Where do you stand on them? Yeah, I, I would have liked them maybe a couple weeks ago when they were a little bit more healthy, but they're starting to, you know, have some be shorthanded a little bit, have guys get an injury, take their toll. I saw them earlier in the year out here in Vegas at that Maui Invitational over at Mandalay Bay. Was really impressed with these guys, especially defensively. Kelvin has all Kelvin Sampson's always had really good defensive teams, but they have a really terrific one this time. But they hit the skids a little bit and lost two in a row in kind of a down conference that maybe is only guaranteed one bid, assuming it's Houston out of this American athletic but they seem to have gotten right at least a little bit lately but I think 15 is a bunch of points here and I know that they handled Cincinnati back on February 6 80 to 58 but I thought that this was a relatively big number for a Houston team that all of a sudden they've got a two game lead in the American athletic over SMU but they'll get SMU and Memphis to end the season so I could see Cincinnati hanging around here Wes, we got the Arnold Palmer Invitational coming up. You guys did long shots today, so everyone go over to wherever you get your podcasts and be sure and listen to uh, to that. But I do want to get your insight here. I mean, listen, Bryson pulls out, so the odds just kind of really move in a, in a way where you just start to scratch your head. I mean, John Rahm in this field. I mean, listen, John Rahm, best player in the world, no doubt about it, but this field is so incredibly strong, and he's 7.5 to 1 over at DraftKings. It's just it's crazy, th- those type of numbers. Me and Kelly were speculating that we're probably going to have a bunch of guys kind of in this mid-range as opposed to any of these shorter shots just because these numbers don't seem to to really add up for me, where did you kind of start your card and and where did you, where were you really looking? What type of player were you looking at here? I mean, one of the longest courses on tour. Yeah. In terms of a type of player, obviously we take into account Matt pretty much every week approach. So I did that a little bit this week, but I kind of tried to commingle it a little bit with proximity from 200 or more yards because no course has more shots that you're going to take of 200 or more yards. You're going to guaranteed to take four at least because all of the par threes are 200 to 225 yards. So you've got the longest part threes on tour. So I looked at that a little bit. 
I looked at the strokes gain par five, obviously, because all four of these par fives are gettable. And then I looked at the par fours, 450 to 500 in specifics. But in terms of where I started my card, I did take a pass on Rom and McElroy. And look, McElroy has won here before. He's not finished outside the top 10 the last five years. But I didn't go too far down. I did go with Victor Hoblin at 18 to 1. And I know he's never played well here. He's never finished inside the top 40. But this is obviously a different player you know he has good Florida form he was second at the work day last year at the concession he was third at the Valspar he combined the recent success on Bermuda grass where he's won a couple events over the last few months he was near the top in proximity from 200 strokes gained approach par 4 450 to 500 so I started with Hoblin and then I'm on a very popular play this week Will Salatoris 25 to 1 he was 10th here last year despite the fact that he had played a bunch of tournaments in a row had obvious fatigue but stayed committed to this because he was the recipient at Wake Forest of the Arnold Palmer scholarship who of course is the namesake of this tournament number one in approach over the last 24 rounds Sixth, fifth in proximity, so I think the scar tissue might be a little bit gone. So Hoblin, Zalatoris, and then I went to the middle of the board with Paul Casey, Keith Mitchell, and Billy Horschel. I see in some of your matchups, you're listed one of your matchups. You have a few up on the screen, but you are fading Honda Classic champ Sepp Straka. Yeah, and, and Gil, he putted great last week in the final round especially, and he was really good off the tee, but... Like, I didn't even really consider. I know who Sepstrock is, but I didn't consider him last week. And I just think that that's such a big win for a guy to to get there. And I, I thought this price was a little high. So I took Dylan Fratelli at a buck 35. Wes, I know we we bet based off of the odds, but we don't, we're not really sitting here trying to say that necessarily these are the guys we think we're, we're purely going to win. So if we're talking like, you know, a one and done or whatever it might be, I mean, would you in your heart of heart say you feel pretty confident in a guy like Rom or a guy like Rory with his just ridiculous course history here? I said this last night on the program, but for people that, that weren't listening, I mean, Roy McIlroy was T10 last year, T5 the year before that, T6 the year before that. He won it in 2018 and then T4 in 2017. If you're a course history guy, that is about as the most ridiculous course history you're going to get. Yeah, absolutely right, Matt. So, if I mean, if you're looking one and done, Rory probably you would think is the more sure guy of the two, certainly, than Rom. Rom can win any week, but never has played here before. If you maybe people, if they're in a one and done league, might want to save Rory for like Quail Hollow or someplace like that where he's won, I believe, three times there. But yeah, if I'm, you're probably going a little short on the board. So Hovland and Zalatoris might be a little more risky in like a one-and-done situation. No, oh, we're in a one-and-done league here, we are. Um, by the way, let me just extend this to both of you guys. Joe Pete and I were throwing this around. Because of Rory's course history, if you have conviction on him at the Masters, probably make the bet now just in case he goes off this week. I would think that, yeah, I mean, it's certainly certainly with guys like that too, I'm, I'm just guessing, but – as we have, again, 11 new states that are going to be betting into the Masters for the first time coming around, like all the popular guys, their numbers are going to shrink exponentially. Yeah, dramatically, mm-hmm. one would imagine. Wes, appreciate it as always, man. Great talking to you. Thanks for having me, guys. Wes Reynolds, everybody, host of uh, co-host of Long Shots, uh, Point Spread Weekly contributor, the glue that holds it all together. Can talk about any subject, sports or beyond. You can follow him at Wes Reynolds 1, the number one on that. It's there for you, golf. 
NBA, golf, it's there for you. Major League Baseball is going to allow you to get in. Do it. Do whatever you got to do. Stupid baseball people. <laughs> so dumb. We'll come back. Among other things, Preston Johnson will join us, the director of Wagme United, the crypto path to the Premier League. We'll talk about that. Coming up, Beeson's Primetime Action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Join the College Hoops action for free with the March Mania Survivor presented by KFC. Pick winning teams throughout the tournament to outlast the competition and feast on your share of $30,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash KFC hyphen March hyphen Mania. Now to play free for your cut of the cash. That's DraftKings.com slash KFC March Mania. But there are hyphens between those words. KFC, it's finger licking good. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All, all these reads are influencing my dinner decisions tonight. There's like a there's like even money chance that I'll be sitting at home drinking Heineken and eating KFC tonight. <laughs> Very exciting night for young Gil. Two days post food poisoning. Gonna step it up from applesauce tonight, Matt. There you go. Oh, there you go. Real meal time. Yes. Are you doing like a turkey sandwich or something? Now? I should just go crazy with KFC. <laughs> just test it. There you go. Just test it. Yeah, you want to eat with me, Heineken and KFC? That would go well for take you. Take this Gil. digestive system. <laughs> See what happens. Uh, let the. By the way, we're down eleven. The Celtics are our bets. So you're saying we're coming back because uh, it was seventeen. Yes, one forty left in the uh, first half. Trey Young did already come back in this ball game. Yeah, and Jalen Brown done for the night. So regardless of, w- of whether we win this bet or not, a poor wager. Can yes, we, can we agree on that? Yeah, Trey Young has twenty points already. Actually, yeah. a poor he wager. missed time and has twenty points. Oh, man. And now a steal for the Hawks. A three-on-one. Let's make that 22. And Trey Young makes it 22 points for the night. And was there a foul as well? Yes. And one. How do you foul in that situation? Well, they didn't foul Trey. They fouled DeAndre Hunter under the basket, so maybe the basket was waved off. Yeah. So basket waved off, foul before the shot. Hunter will go to the line. Oh, so Hunter got They called the foul there before it got to Trey Young. There we go. Well, this could be the, okay, if Jalen Brown misses any significant time and then we get Ben Simmons, KD, Kyrie news of any kind, okay, this could, the Eastern Conference could very quickly shift in the next uh, couple weeks. 
it's there's there's so many more questions than answers with all of these teams, right? Yep. Like again, Sixers couldn't look any better through two games with Harden and Embiid, but their schedule gets really really tough now. Two games is not enough to draw a conclusion. I know a lot of people want to. We have no idea about the Nets. Will the Heat ever get all those three players on the court at the same time to play like significant minutes? Probably. How good can they be? The Bulls getting players back, how good can they be? Are the Raptors top-heavy enough when you get to the playoffs and, you, and lineups shrink? Their lineup is already the seven guys they want playing anyway. How good can they be? It's going to be awesome. The Raptors are tough, man, because I feel like they're a— I feel like they're going to be one of those really good regular season teams for the next couple of years, but you get to the playoffs and the star power is just not really there. I, I mean, Siakam, Siakam made those grand strides those past couple of years, but it's okay. I think we kind of see the player he's at now. He's a very good player. Uh, you know, and you got other very good players on that roster, but we, I mean, stars win championships. That's, that's how it works in the NBA. Yep. Yep. There is no such thing as a starless team winning NBA championships. No. Doesn't no. happen. It's not like it's not like a college basketball where every now and then, not actually not actually, not actually every now and then. Like every year we get that one sweet 16 te- team where it's like they're all 30 years old. Like they've all been there. Like they've all they all redshirted like nine times and they all whatever. And everyone's like so much experience that it doesn't matter because like whatever. Like you don't get that in the NBA. It doesn't doesn't matter. Like you gotta have stars. You can't get there for just being like the, like what's the best example you can come up with? Like those early 2000s Pistons. 2004 Pistons would be pretty, the only example I could come pretty up with. close. But like even then you had four like really good players. I, well, but I wouldn't well, call them stars. Well, but. we learned many years. later later that apparently Ben Wallace was a Hall of Famer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> apparently that happened. Good call, Gil. I forgot yeah, what you were laughing sure. about yeah. that. Hall like of Famer Ben Wallace, yes. <laughs> I was like, Ben Wallace is in the Hall of Fame? Like, oh, nice player, but really? Six foot six center? Yeah, okay. Wow. Uh, Hawks by 14 at that. By the way, can I send a shout out to uh, Jay Wright, head coach Villanova? Jay Wright did one of my favorite things here down the stretch against Providence. The Jay Wright, Ed Cooley battle of the minds. Jay Wright fouled, I believe, because we're doing a show, so I'm a little distracted, but I believe he fouled up three not once, not twice, but three times down the stretch. I love that. Good job, Good. Jay Wright. Yeah. Only thing he might have done wrong is uh, his kid hit free throw up a point with like less than two seconds left. Probably haven't missed there, but nonetheless, well done. Villanova gets the win over Providence tonight. In the Big East, we've managed to steer clear of all the uh, conference tourneys that started tonight. Oh, Ole Miss is giving Kentucky a game up here. Yeah, 76-70. Wildcats, six-point lead with uh, 144 left. Kentucky, a definite contender to win it all. <laughs> the 4-12 and 12 in the SEC, Ole Miss giving it to Kentucky here tonight. Ooh. Yeah, giving them a run. And don't worry, Gil. If you want to look over tonight at all any of the the futures for for every conference basketball tournament, mm-hmm. I asked Wyatt earlier today. Maybe type up a couple of these. I didn't realize that there was eighteen posted that he oh, ended yeah. up. Right Greg, I had Greg, I had Greg Peterson on this morning. Wes and I try we started doing it a little yesterday. But it's like there's there was too many of them. There's so many. There's, I have odds for 18 conference tournaments. Oh yeah. North, so the Northeast tournament started yesterday. Northeast conference started yesterday. Tonight, the Atlantic Sun, the Horizon League, and the Patriot League all get together. All, all start rather their their respective conference tournaments. Tomorrow night, it's the Big South and the Ohio Valley. 
the following night, the Missouri Valley, the Sun Belt, and the West Coast Conference start right here at the Orleans in Vegas. I'm going. You guys going? No? No, not going to the West Coast Conference tournament. Uh, Southern tournament the next night. Colonial Summit League the next night. America East. And that's just this week. Then next week, it's, it's everybody starts. March 8th. ACC, Big West, Conference USA, Metro Atlantic, WAC, Atlantic's, uh, excuse me, March 9th, Atlantic 10, Big 12, Big East, Big Sky, Big 10, MIAC, Mountain Rest, Pac-12, SEC, Southland, SWAC. Oh, and there's more. America, Atlanta, America Atlantic and MAC after that, March 10th, and then the Ivy League rounding it out. Two-day tournament. Only four teams make that starting March 12th. So, yes, there's a ton of these. And they all are bettable. And again, can we just shout out, because we are we like to be very fair on this show, shout out to Caesars William Hill for being the first to put those mm-hmm. up. And good job on them, because they've been doing a lot of that lately. Here, here in Vegas, we here should say. Here in Vegas, yes. we should yeah. say. Yes. Right, here in Vegas. Right. Everywhere else, yeah. other they've people are doing a great like, job. Yeah. But Vegas, where Since we're... the beginning st- of the season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vegas, <laughs> where, we're, where we're starved for certain things, they did a good job on that. So they deserve credit. You know, Kelly, you you brought up last night because it got your your prop home that SGA had a big game at through three, but we should go ahead and say like his full game was thirty seven seven and yeah. ten. Yeah, um, we left and John ja Moran had thirty nine points. He finishes with fifty two seven and two. Oh my gosh, that shot! We, that shot that we missed while we were on air somehow. I mean, there were just so many monster games. I was at. You, you, the Scotty Barnes we were here for, 28 and 16 and 4. Giannis finished with 26, 16 and 6. And then De'Aaron Fox had 29, 4 and 10 last night. So there were just a bunch of monster, monster games last night in the NBA. So that way, it was Steven Adams chucking the ball football pass style about 91 feet. That was beautiful. And and if if Jaw doesn't have the ups that he does, that lands in like row number three because that's you know Stephen Adams. Uh, I believe uh, he has about six sisters that were in the Olympics, so his uh, shot put <laughs> shot put skills are pretty uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah, that that was thrown so long, so high. Jaw had to go up and grab it like it was a hail mary pass, and then somehow got a shot off while he's up in the air. That, that was one of the greatest plays I've ever seen in my Not life. Not just a career high, but a franchise. Franchise high, 52 points. 52 on 22 of 30 from the field, 4 for 4 from behind the arc, 7 boards. There was not only that that play from Adams at the end of the first half, but you see the the did we the tomahawk jam? Yeah, dunk was cool, but like I don't, like you never see anything it, like that shot. No, you know it, what I mean. It was you one know. of those things where last night you almost and felt like you saw the death of an MVP candidate, and then the and then like the the like the Undertaker moment for like yeah. Jaw, right? It was like the it was death like of DeRozan. DeRozan. Yeah, like yeah. we saw the death of DeRozan because we were kind of like, well, you know, look if the guy like yeah. goes for like thirty every single night, and then of course he he. But I agree with that. That by the way about Demar Derozan, mm-hmm. I, th- I think we were. Exactly right. Like, if he kept scoring 30 yeah. every single night the rest of the year, that would be like 30 games in a row. Okay, right. then he's a possible MVP. Because all he does is score, well, and, yeah. and that's fine. Like, you know, but, but you're doing the very best at that. But, like, it, it, I think if you're talking about DeMar DeRozan as MVP, you're just filling time. That ain't yeah. going to happen. Yeah, because I mean, we, we mentioned Giannis, right? And, like, yeah. yes, the 20, he goes he goes 26 and 16 with six assists last night. Also, two steals and four blocks, right? I right. mean, like, he's just doing everything. Do, do you think, let's let's now shift it to Ja then for a second. And his odds are single digits most places. Yeah, so it's Embiid, it's Jokic in that order. And then it is Giannis followed by Ja or DeMar, somewhere in that, somewhere in that range. 
Do you think Ja has a legitimate chance for it, or are we just wasting time talking about him winning MVP? We keep, we keep saying, though, that Memphis schedule is so soft. He might have a couple – I mean, not 52-point games, but he might have a couple more monster games between now and the end of the season. I love it. I don't think the guy has a chance. I, I'm the same way. I have, a, I have him at 25-1. to 1. I would love it beyond belief, but, yeah, it's not good. It's it's in beats to lose, isn't it? I think. Preston Johnson next, right here at Visa Primetime Action. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.